0: Okay, and I was able to also hit record right now.
1: All right. Hello, good people, and welcome to the podcast. So for season two, we've got a wonderful co-host, uh, Diana Barbu. So Diana is on a mission to help everyone interested in college get into college, um, for anyone who is interested, she wants them to complete it on time and with the least amount of debt as possible. Diana did her doctorate in higher education from Florida State University. Um, she completed a master's in communications from Rutgers and a bachelor's in, in computer science and math in Romania. She's been a higher executive um, higher education executive for 12 years. She served in senior leadership positions across various universities, public, private, um, both colleges and universities. So if you don't know the difference between the two, we'll be jumping into that today. And she is was a staff member for the Florida Board of Governors, which governs the public universities in the state of Florida. So I'm super excited to have her back on today as a host. As a co-host, I'm looking forward to our conversation all about careers. Uh, Without further ado, let's jump right in. So Diana, hey, Hey. hey, how are you doing?
0: Good, good. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. It's such a joy to have a chance to work with you on this. Uh, I'm super, super passionate about college and about helping everybody really get through college and then complete Uh, in as little time as possible. Um, I started on this mission because of two reasons right so today one of the problems that we have is uh, not the fact that not enough people go to college that's one side of the problem. The second side of the problem is that out of the people and the students that actually go to college very few actually complete and very few actually complete on time so that's the first problem. The second problem is that uh today as you all know and read everywhere like we have a debt crisis right like higher education it's extremely expensive and when we combine problem one with not everybody kind of completing college with the debt crisis we end up with a lot of people going to college or attempting college uh, taking on a lot of debt, and then never actually completing it and being in an impossible situation of having to pay a lot of that back without the college diploma and without the ability to actually secure a job that actually pays decent money so that people can actually pay off their debt. So given those circumstances, I'm on a mission to really, really help uh, everybody who wants to go to college complete on time with the with the least amount of debt or ideally that free if possible. So thank you so much for having me today.
1: You know, that's also part of the reason why we started the podcast um, way back in the day. Uh, We were reading this report uh, by Complete College America, and it was saying how less than, you know, 36% of students graduate on time and how they've now started measuring on-time graduation rates in six years versus four. Yeah, Um, And that, you know, each additional year at a university would cost a student $23.00. Twenty-three thousand dollars, and those three numbers and statistics have just like stuck with me since.
0: Right. Um, yeah, there is. Uh, yeah, so this is exactly right. So, Complete College America is doing some wonderful, wonderful things across the across America, obviously, and it's basically trying to get as many people back into college as possible to actually get their diploma so complete it, get their diploma, and then secure a lucrative position. Um, The other side of it is that uh, at this particular point in time, about 40% of the students that actually start college at a particular point in time, graduate from the same college four years later, and then in terms of the set of population that actually has a college degree, at the national level, so adults 25 years and older, only about 36% of them have a college degree, which is pretty unexpected considering that over the past i don't know decade or so or a little bit more than a decade the focus has been go to college go to college get the college degree because there is real return on investment associated with it and while the return on investment is there kind of going to college is not enough completing it it's the key right so so yeah
1: yeah, and it sounds like you're also not just talking about it, but you're you're writing. You've got a few books to also help people navigate that process as well. Right, gotta- so,
0: so I'm working on the second book, which is actually the first book in the series. Uh, so my second book focuses on how to select the college that aligns with your career interests and also helps you graduate on time, right? In four years or less, if possible. And then uh, also with the least amount of that. So in this book, I'm talking about selecting the college that aligns with you. Uh, It's a good academic and financial fit. And then kind of treating college for what it is, just a step on the way and on the journey to a lucrative career, whatever that career might be for you.
1: Nice. And so, you know, we discussed this and you wanted to start with really talking about careers, right? Because you think that, you know, yeah. I feel like there's there's a whole extended conversation to be had about college, its purpose, and I'm sure there's a whole philosophy around it. But I think right now we're in the process of like how can we make the most financial sense out of out of college and make the most meaningful experience. And you know, one way to do that is by really having your college experience guided by a potential career, right? And that's kind of where. We, we're gonna start the journey, you know, from this perspective today, which is how can we, you know, kind of find that career?
0: Right, right. So, so I really believe that um, obviously it's the, there's more ways to do college than one, right? right. So uh, one way to do college is, I know exactly what I want to do and I know exactly what I want to be when I kind of sort of grow up and I'm just gonna go to college and get it done. Now, the other side of it is, um, I kind of sort of know that there's these options out there, but I don't know how to get to them, right? So I don't know what kind of education would help me get into a particular career. And then the third perspective on it is, I want to do something, but I don't know what I want to do. And I don't really know what's out there either, right? Because, you know, various reasons so so basically what i'm advocating for is prior to starting the college selection process let's kind of take a bit of time to kind of reflect on what career would be best for us and um i really like how you did this in your workshop um and i think kind of helping students and everybody really focus their interests a little bit more in finding the best career, it's it's really the way to go forward. And then the second thing is that there's all kinds of assessments out there that could be used to inform um, uh, career options, right? So basically you can do these assessments, uh, the Bureau of Labor Statistics as well as ONET And I think there's also other uh, providers out there that provide these assessments to high school students or really anybody interested in kind of finding their perfect career or their perfect job or the next job really. And kind of um, understanding, is this for me? Is this not for me? Does this align? And the other thing that Bureau of Labor Statistics, BLS and the ONET assessments do, they kind of point you to, careers, and then they also tell you, and by the way, here's the kind of education, the kind of credential you need to actually access that career, right? So basically, let's say you, you the, the assessment tells you that data science may be something that you would be interested in. Um, these assessments and the databases that are behind it are going to be able to tell you, If data science, it's really something that you're interested in, maybe then a bachelor's in statistics would be the right choice for you or the right major for you in college. And then once we have that kind of information, now it's the perfect time to actually start college selection because it's better to actually pick a college, ideally, right? It's better to pick a college with a major in mind to study rather than kind of pick a college in a vacuum. Now, both perspectives have value. But uh, my take is that if you really have the time, put in some time into kind of finding out what kind of career, what kind of job or occupation would be best for you. And then let's pull that information out pull the educational level and education type and major that would align with that career. And let's use that kind of information to actually inform the college selection process and the college application, the, the entire college admission process.
1: No, wonderful. And and I like that approach as well. You know, I feel like there's so many different ways people can approach college. They'll be like, you know, I went to the college that my siblings went to, right? Just family tradition. Right. There's the way of, you know, um, this is the closest college to where I am. I'm just going to go there, right? Right. You know, and I like kind of this careers driven approach, but I'm curious, right? What do you define as a career? Well,
0: a career is something that you, uh, (laughs) that you, do for kind of sort of over a long number of years. So this is not a job. This is something that kind of is the big picture thing that you really wanna do with your life. And a job is gonna take you, the first job is gonna take you closer to your vision and your goal and your dream. But then the jobs kind of increasing responsibility, increasing. Uh, areas of interest and everything else, but fundamentally all of it kind of feeds into this fundamental vision and big picture uh, thing that could be called, I guess, uh, a career.
1: No, I love that. And I like how it's almost like it's a career is like a calling, right? It's kind of like a cause or something that you're, you're drawn to. Um, And, you know, really when I was doing that workshop too, I kind of wanted to highlight that where it's like, you know finding a career is like finding a, a calling or a cause or just something that you care about right that you enjoy doing where you can kind of grow you can learn new things you can you know send somebody to the moon or you know build the next cancer cure i mean there's so many different ways ways to approach it and so i i absolutely love that and you know i think also one thing to think about too is within your career or your calling, I think one thing that we kind of forget about is like your your own personality, right? And does yeah. that match up with your career or what you want to do? And there's different ways to approach it. And that's a little bit about what we discuss in the the workshop. Um, what we also talk about is if you don't know what you want to do, you know, how can you start to narrow down those options, right? You're You're young, you have the whole universe ahead of you. Right, right. How do you find what you're interested in? And I think that that's you know a very difficult question. I think it's something that changes over time. And so throughout that workshop, we provide a few different tools, a few different resources, tips, um, some different activities that you can do to help you narrow down your interests as well and kind of really define how to start that career journey. And i think it's a journey too i don't think it's something that you know happens overnight you know they say every overnight success is 10 years in the making so (laughs) (laughs) like one of my favorite quotes that i've heard yeah (laughs) um and also kind of within that another way to look at it is um have you heard of this japanese concept of ikigai no Okay. So Ikigai is super cool. It's uh, it's a Japanese concept. It's kind of like you, the meaning is a reason for being. And so what they say is that like, I think it's like your calling, right? Your purpose is your Ikigai, right? It's your reason for being. And it's a combination of what you're good at, what you love, what the world needs and what you can be paid for. So it's a, mis- yeah. it's a mix of like your passions, your professions and your jobs and you know, kind of the change that you want to see in the world. Um, and I think that if you can start to even answer one of those questions, you know, it's, it's a good start because <laughs> it definitely takes time, time to figure that out. Um, but I kind of want to look from a little bit more of a broad perspective on careers, right? So I feel like careers change over time, right? And, you know, the careers of the past 10, 20 years, maybe just developed within the past five years, right? So if someone's starting their cartilage journey, right? How do they kind of learn about these new upcoming fields and careers?
0: Yeah, that's that's a very good point because, and and this is a constant kind of um, debate going on and it has been going on for, for some years because, things evolve and things evolve fast. And if we learn something during COVID and really over the past several years is that uh, the pace of change is so fast. It's so fast and the, the things that we're doing now or the majors that we may study now may not be relevant in five, 10 years. And we saw those things happen and we saw new fields emerge, right? Data science was nothing to talk about about, I don't know, seven to 10 years ago. And now all of a sudden it's like this big, massive field that everybody's doing data science and everybody's doing machine learning, right? Like nobody did machine learning in computer vision a few years ago. <clears throat> um, the same thing with cybersecurity. Cybersecurity is this massively emerging field. And I mean, you can, you only need to kind of check the news from time to time and there's this hacking going here, there's this like ransom hostage holding here and all that so, so these are some of the biggest things that have emerged. As potential careers as potential kind of occupations and jobs and everything else, and they are highly highly remunerated, right so basically with a great ROI. Um, but the thing is um, that besides kind of preparing you for a particular job college also helps you grow and helps you understand who you really are and what your passions are and uh, kind of helps you develop these ways of thinking and skills right Um, so it helps you kind of develop this uh, problem-solving skills and uh, these math skills or these writing skills or different other things. So college is not just about, oh, I'm going to go do this and hence I'm going to end up in this career, which, I mean, for me, I was one of the undecided kids, right, who wanted to be a computer programmer after my undergrad. And yeah, that didn't really work out. <laughs> um but what college does then, it really kind of provides you with this broad perspective on things and broad perspective on the world and kind of with these fundamental skills, how to polish these fundamental skills, these soft skills like communication and networking and also problem solving, writing, math, all of this. So yeah, things evolve real fast real fast. And uh, the best way to actually learn how things are going to change, I think it's to kind of keep an eye out on the news, as well as kind of talk with the professionals in the field. So take a little bit of time to actually identify some people who are doing what you're interested in doing, and just kind of shoot them an email or um uh, you know, kind of use your networking skills. And I think, Ikra, you have a podcast specifically on this networking, uh, on on how to basically use your networking skills and try to talk to the professionals who are working in the field and just kind of tell them, hey, um, I would really appreciate like an hour of your time so that I can ask you different things. Um, And there's a name for that. These things are called informational interviews. I strongly, strongly believe in informational interviews and I think there's a lot of value in them. So if you find the job or kind of career that really kind of appeals to you and you don't really know how things are gonna evolve in the long run, start doing some research and then also kind of find people who are in the field, who are professionals, kind of sort of well established in the field and just ask them of a little bit of their time so that you can ask them several questions on what the career is going, how a day in their lives look like, how their professional lives look like, how, what kind of skills are needed to complete this job and different things like that. Uh, I'm pretty sure that like nine, out, nine times out of 10, everybody's kind of sort of really happy to actually talk about their career and has a very clear understanding of where things are going.
1: No, I completely agree. And that's, that's fantastic advice. I was just curious, did you do any informational interviews yourself?
0: I actually did, uh, but I did for a different field. <laughs> so so what'd so, you learn? Like, I'm just oh, curious. Oh, um, it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. I I did a couple of them, but what I can tell you is that I recommended, uh, so we had one student worker in one of the offices that I worked in and she was unsure about the direction that she would like to go in. So she was, uh, I think she was a senior in college and she was working with us Uh, and she's like, I don't really know what I wanna do afterwards. And I'm like, this is completely normal. Don't worry about it. And yeah, that's the other side of it is you know you're kind of sort of doing your best to actually find a career a calling a job right now as you're a probably senior in high school or in high school but it's very normal to actually be a senior in college and still kind of sort of not be not know exactly what's going to happen with your life afterwards so that's completely fine and that's completely okay um, so back to my student uh, so basically i was just like well There's a lot of professionals working in this organization, so how about you just kind of ask each one of them for an hour of their time and everybody kind of talked to her and everybody kind of advised her in, uh, you know, and provided their perspectives on where the field is going and what's kind of likely to happen and what's going to be needed and everything else and then she basically decided to take a job and then go to grad school as well so so she's in grad school now but uh I strongly believe in informational interviews and you know the ability to talk to professionals and them to kind of share their insights
1: yeah and I think that that's such a good way to learn about certain things that you wouldn't think about for careers like work life balance yeah you know and and I think that that's important, too, because maybe you don't have an idea of what you want to do, but you know what kind of lifestyle you want to live. Right. You know, you maybe you love surfing and you want to go be able to go surfing every summer. Right. Then it's like, OK, there might be careers that are very seasonal or cyclical. And because you want to have that lifestyle, you kind of create your career around that, um, right. which is another way of looking at it. And so I think, you know, the, the cool thing is, is that there's so many different ways to approach careers that aren't just you know, it's yours, right? It's yours to make it. So I think that that's that's really the fun of it um, as well. And so as people are starting to, you know, think about careers and majors, right? So how can you use your career in, you know, maybe, you know, you have an idea of what career you want to do. How can you use that to select a major?
0: Right, so uh, the next episode, uh we're gonna talk about college selection. So basically this step right in your life as a high school student is to actually just get an idea about what's available out there. And ideally what kind of majors would be helpful for you to get you to kind of live in your calling, right? So so when we're gonna kind of talk about college selection, we're gonna use this information on the major side to kind of select the colleges. And then we're gonna use additional information to kind of find the colleges that are most likely to be a good fit from the academic perspective as well as from the financial perspective to kind of help you uh, move from point A to point B as in college admission to college graduation, right? And obviously with the least amount of that, or if possible, that free. So we're gonna use that information for that step of the way.
1: Okay, wonderful. And, you know, I think one thing that people might be wondering is where to start. So what kind of homework would you give to some of our listeners listening in if they don't know maybe where to start for their careers?
0: Oh, absolutely. So uh, there's these two assessments, uh, and we're going to provide links on the website to these two assessments. The first one is the Bureau of Labor Statistics, and then the second one is the ONET assessment, where you're going to basically just go through different sets of questions, and then BLS and ONET, it's two different assessments, like I said. Uh, are going to kind of tell you, these are the careers that could kind of Feed into your interests, and uh, the nice thing about BLS in particular is that it's gonna BLS is gonna tell you what level of education is required to access an entry level job, right? Because not all careers require uh, various levels of education, right? So you need to kind of figure out what level of education uh, it's required to access certain uh, jobs. And then uh, also BLS is also gonna tell you what kind of majors, right? Kind of typically feed into these kind of careers. Now, one thing to kind of keep in mind, is also the fact that BLS has data that it's reported by various entities, various employers. Um, so basically this is backwards looking data, right? So basically this is what happened a year or two ago. Now, because nobody has like a crystal ball, nobody can say what's gonna happen tomorrow. But when you look at the data from BLS, and when you look at the entry level uh, educational requirement, don't get too hung up on that entry level educational requirement, because in some cases it might be a little bit outdated. So there are certain fields and areas that actually require more credentials or higher level credentials than Uh, what BLS points to, and this is due to the lagging period, right? Because BLS is looking backwards and we as a society are looking forward. We're trying to kind of figure out what's going to happen tomorrow and the day after tomorrow rather than what already happened yesterday. So BLS is telling us, this is what happened yesterday. It's legit. It's for sure. Um, But just kind of keep that in mind. And then uh, the other side of it is that Think about it this way, right? So you and everybody else is going to compete in the labor market um, where really the reality is that credentials rule. That's the reality of things. So if you see positions, um, I think we should take this part out.
1: That's fine. We We can edit it out later.
0: We should take this part out. I will stop at some point. I'll tell Mel where to stop this. It's okay. I'm here. Let me pause it right now. Perfect. And
1: so kind of what homework assignments would you kind of give to our audience listening in? I know we were talking a lot about careers in different ways. So maybe just summarize, let's say,
0: three action items
1: for our audience.
0: Well, uh, most definitely, I would like you to check out um, ICRA's propcast on kind of narrowing down your careers based on your interests and and everything else that goes with it. So check it out. I think there is a lot of valuable information there. And then do the assessments. So do the assessments. uh, The one from Bureau of of Labor Statistics, uh, the one from ONET, And kind of try to narrow down your list of potential college majors and it doesn't have to be like super super narrow you don't have to come up with one or two majors no come up with five seven majors and then um, what we're going to do in the next episode we're going to kind of provide you with a way to use that information to select the colleges that may be the best academic fit and as well as financial fit for you so that you can actually um complete your college education and uh, kind of start um, your working in your calling.
1: Awesome. All right. So for to quickly summarize, it's watch the finding your career path workshop on major props or on the broadcast. Then it's the Bureau of Labor Statistics um, assessment. survey assessment, as well as the ONET assessment. And then it's maybe making a list of, let's say, five to 10 majors that you'd be interested in. All right and then we'll pick up next week. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Okay. Uh me oh, I